Hey, hello and welcome. It's me, John Park, and it's time for Show and Tell. I'm doing a little guest hosting uh, tonight of the show so that Lady Ada and PT can take care of some crime fighting or whatever else they're up to. Important stuff for sure. Uh, and what I'm so excited about is the chance to see your projects. So come on in. Uh, if you're interested in showing a project, you can head to our Discord. Go to adafru.it slash Discord find that live broadcast chat channel. And in there, you will see a link for StreamYard. Just come on in. It's just a webcam-based uh, streaming thingamajig. Make sure you've got a mic that works. Uh, I think there's some instructions on our blog post for it. You can go check that out too. Uh, and we'll spend a few minutes with everyone to take a look at their projects, talk about things they're up to. And then we'll be getting out of here in about a half hour so that you can Tune in for the Ask an Engineer that's on right after this. Uh, so kicking things off this evening, we've got Jay from DigiKey. Hey, Jay, how's it going? Hey, holding the DigiKey sign because I didn't put it up yet. <laughs> that works. Today, I'm showing off my robot backpack. <laughs> it talks. This is my Helen project. It uses, a open M it uses an OpenMV camera module to see people, and when I see the face, it'll play a sound effect, which currently I'm the human it's seeing, so it's staring at me. But it stretches around. I like the design. The entire circuit's in the bag. And it's one of my newest favorite projects. Oh, that's cool. So can you uh, show us the back again? Is there? Have you put a... Uh... Is there a, a visible bubble. circuit board in the bubble there or something? What do you got going on? There's LED matrix in here, but I haven't oh. yet got it to work. Right. The buttons here are actually will control a bunch of you can see it. <laughs> These actually control the robot. So like, I can turn on the camera like on and off. So I can look around. Oh, and cool. Sounds. That's really neat. Yeah, it's a fun so, project. It's still not done. I'm working on some of the smaller details to make it more prettier. But yeah. And is the... Um, Facial recognition stuff, is that a camera that you're wearing in your goggles or is it entirely on the bot? It's entirely on the bot. Uh -huh. This is just I like to wear when I'm on camera. because Right on. No, I dig it. That's <laughs> Those are great. Really yeah. cool. I'm writing up a blog post for this, and hopefully I will have a little series come out on how to use this, just in case yeah. people want to put some facial recognitioning stuff in their mm -hmm. robots. It's simple. It's easy. It's pretty fun. Is that uh, like an OpenCV-based Raspberry Pi type of uh uh, yeah, it's, it's the um, OpenMV camera module, huh. and it's talking to a servo controller. Oh, really cool. And that's what's making it look around and stuff. Jay, have you named this bot yet? I might have missed it if you said. Yeah, this is the Helen V2. I tried making this robot last year when I uh, went out to San Francisco in Silicon, and it was named, it's actually named after Helen that we both know. Uh, uh -huh. She bought me my first OpenMV um, camera. Oh, that's great. It was super expensive back then. And I was really, really struggling, and she just bought it for me. So she gets a robot named after her. Oh, that is sweet. I love that. That's a good story. Really cool. Thanks for bringing that on. Uh, great progress update. Super cool bot. Very jealous. My shoulders just got nothing. nothing <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jay. No problem. All right. Next up, we got Brent. Get ready, Brent, because, hey, here we are. What's hey, new? What's new with you? Um, what's new? Uh, the, we have a few things that we've been working on for Adafruit Whippersnapper, and I'll show them off. So um, this past week or so, uh, we released the ESP32 S3 Feather, and it's on Whippersnapper. So if you have one, Great. I have mine over here connected to an HT20, and it's sending data to, um, and you just saw the graph update to Whippersnapper. 
and super easy to add sensors to it. Um, and we're starting to get a good number of sensors from the community, which is kind of cool. We just got the SCD30 added by somebody on GitHub. And oh, nice. there's a guide on how to do that if you want to add sensors. And there's a lot to add. Um, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is we're starting to, like, as we work on Whippersnapper, we're starting to look at, like, what we have done and what we can improve the process for a lot of people. So because mm -hmm. it's still in beta, um, we still have some leeway on what we're working on. So this is going to be the new boards page, which looks different than the old one. Um, we've kind of revamped how the tiles look. And um, we also added links to documentation for purchasing the boards. Um, and it's not just Adafruit boards. And I'll show in a second, like it's every board that people want to add to Whippersnapper. So oh, similar right. to CircuitPython in the respect that we'll accept contributions, um, not just from Adafruit, but from Expressive boards for Arduino boards. We actually have some Arduino boards. So currently, like, there's no path um, for Whippersnappers. So we're like working on making the path for a new user better. So um, the headers changed a little bit, and it's going to change as we work through revisions. So the first thing is devices. So it's going to show all of the devices you have connected or will connect to your Adafruit IO account. And we have a new um, setup process, and this is the beginnings of it. So um, Melissa, this is actually a result of a lot of things coming together. Um, Melissa worked on this great um, port of ESP tool to mm -hmm. the web. And then she worked on this really great port of this um, utility called LittleFS to the web. And that's going to let us do some really great things in the next few months with Whippersnapper, where we will connect a board to IO and then you'll connect it to USB. And from the website on Chrome, you can upload the firmware without ever stepping out of the website, without downloading drivers, and without any like admin exe files that you need to execute. That's the so dream. This wow. is the, yeah, it's, <laughs> it really, really is. It's it's great. Like we're trying to simplify IoT to the point where it's a few clicks, and we're getting there. And like, yeah. not navigating off this site, not navigating to another site. So this is the first step and it's the board selector. So Whippersnapper can like, there's 22 boards that work with it right now. And so like all the cutie pies are in there. Um, a lot of the feathers that have Wi-Fi modules, mm -hmm. some Arduinos and the unexpected maker, uh, unexpected maker tiny S2 is in there as well. Oh, good. So we like have a board search. So if you have an ESP 32 S2, um, that will show up or like an S3, those will show up or an ESP 32, mm -hmm. those will show up or a Metro, those will show up. And like the search function is really quick. That's uh, fast, yeah, I was gonna say, I can't believe how like, It's really quick, even huh. like, like even if you do spaces, it works really well. Um, nice. So currently when you click it um, for like, let's say the ESP32 V2, um, it forwards to the installation page, which is on a separate hosted website, but um, the installation page will guide you through um, installing it, and it's all through Chrome, which is really nice. And mm -hmm. in the near future, we're going to pull that installation page into this page so everything's hosted on I.O. Um, your credentials are entered on I.O. because I.O. already contains the credentials. Mm -hmm. It's going to be an entire workflow um, redesigned, but it's really neat, and I want to show it off. So for... Uh... 
you said that since things are in beta, this is a good time for people to get involved if they want to help guide Correct. things. Um, and I imagine this is something that uh, educators too would be really excited about based on uh, sort of the ease of no installation. Uh, how yeah, that's what I'm hoping. way for people to get uh, involved with the community and give feedback right now? The best way to give feedback is on um, the Adafruit forums. Uh, there is a sub forum for uh, Whippersnapper, uh, mm -hmm. Adafruit forums, Adafruit.io, and there's a forum for the Whippersnapper beta. And we have a suggestion um, thread as well. And right. then also through the website, you can always submit feedback um, via the footer. There's a feedback, like get help button. Mm -hmm. And then you can always contact us directly right. through there. Exciting. Well, thanks for showing these uh, these changes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited about like seeing how they progress over the next few months. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks, Ren. We'll see you next time. Bye, John. All right. Uh, who's next? I think uh, Liz, you're the next block here. And hey, how's it going? Hey, John. Uh, so this week I did a guide um, uh, with a paper airplane glider controller. Um, and the guide also show you how to fold a paper airplane. Cool. Uh, and uh, now I've moved on to a um, new project. It's going to be a laser harp. Um, and so I've got a quick kind of proof of concept thing where I've got a time of flight sensor here um, and it's going to be sending out um, MIDI notes to the music maker um, Featherwing. And so when I, can you hear the tones? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just random notes in a Cisco right now um, and the LED lighting up, but it's pretty responsive. And if I hold it. Nice. Yeah, so uh, that's, oh, that's gonna really be something. Responsive. Yeah, that's gonna be something I'm gonna be working on, um, and lasers will be added soon. I love your skull LED that you added to it for a flare. Yeah. Extra yeah. bonus yeah, flare. Really <laughs> uh, so it sounds like you've got uh, you're measuring distance and then mapping that to a scale uh, of exactly. MIDI notes that are then getting played on that uh, general MIDI. Yeah. Output. Really cool. Uh, did you know that the, have you ever looked into some of the original laser harps, which required asbestos gloves because they had like super high wattage lasers? Um, I haven't heard of that, but I will check into that. Look into it. Them a yeah, I think that's, I think that's a true story. It's, uh, I don't know why they needed to be that powerful, but apparently they're, I think it was a light show. I think they were like, yeah, oh, like lasers way in the sky. And so you'd block them with, uh, with asbestos gloves for safety. Yikes. <laughs> Yours will be much, much safer. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Thanks so much, Liz. <laughs> cool. Have a good one. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Noah and Pedro. Hello. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, like, I think you could use, like, the haze spray that they sell in a can to just spray your room and see the lasers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing, like, yes. super powerful Better ones. than a fog machine, right? Oh, yeah. No, you want haze because the fog machine leaves behind, like, a stuff. Yeah, like a film of crap. Oh, it's, like, oily, yeah. Not. Yes, exactly. So, like, I think they still sell it like haze in a can. Is what I don't know it. about this haze in a can. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, All right. yeah, it's always you like on the photographers use it. Lighting photographers yeah, yeah, use it. Yeah, yeah. Lighting atmosphere, ah, cool. product images. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway. this week, <laughs> anyway. Uh, this week, um, so Phil B wanted a uh, CM1 cube, the little connection machine, and this is uh, one of the uh, three demos that he wrote for it. We're showing off the audio visualizer here in a fully 3D printed uh, case. Uh, you can house a Raspberry Pi in there 
or because of the shortages, everything has to be designed to accept multiple different boards. <laughs> we have the little Pico on here. All it just needs is a little adapter to uh, conform to the standoffs on the pie. So oh. we're using the uh, black LED acrylic, of course, and we're mm -hmm. using the um, little Charlie Plex displays on there. Little rail that just has that on there, so you can uh, put that in and out. And then on the back, you have the little grills that are removable. Oh wow! So you can see on the inside, you have like plenty of room to like put a uh, mount sensors or a fan mm -hmm. or something in there. It doesn't get too hot, but when it does, um, you can have that cooled off. You also have like venting in the back or in the bottom and the top, and it's a really nice little yeah, three pie. Wow! Yeah, I mean, actually, great can job. We, can we? Uh, Go to show the, the our, just our face and we'll show it up That's here. Yeah, the overhead there is just go. to show um, the depth. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, and yeah, if so I it's can yay big. Cancel that and run a face different script. I think I like <laughs> the uh, Jurassic Park style uh, animation chase yeah, a little bit better. But yeah, nice little uh, oh, uh, case you can use for like your Octoprint rig or um, Noah has one like doing the streaming uh, uh, video streaming, so you can like have a nice little case that has a little yeah. display. Um, the other code has like CPU loads. So you can like have some visualizers oh, on wow. there, and uh, some of the examples that Philby gives out in the guide uh, lets you like um, have like other statuses and stuff, like template to be able to write your own. That's fantastic. So, yeah, I didn't real. I'd seen some of your images of this, and it's beautiful. I didn't realize it was running off of a Pi, and I didn't really think that. Oh yeah, you could actually just make this be an outrageous Pi case that you're using your Pi for something else, right? Exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, just a nice little stylized case, bringing back the retro, you know, thing that everybody like loves. So definitely a nice little homage to that. See, yeah, I didn't yeah. think I could justify making one because it would take up desk space, but now I think I will. <laughs> now, <laughs> I yeah. felt it's the going same. in the middle once we're done yeah. with the show. Yeah, I'm just gonna cool. leave it there and plug it yeah. in. The wall. Although I am gonna rip out the pie because the short. Yeah, we'll leave the Pico one in there. Yeah. So, I need that yeah. for another yeah. hot dog yeah. rig. <laughs> It goes great. Like yeah, the, um, yeah, yeah. So the files are available, uh, videos out and all that, and uh, you edit the step files and all that. So uh, yeah, go out and print one yourself. Love it. What's the printing like? Is it a uh, like multi-part glue together? Or yeah, yeah, it... yeah. So it's uh, three pieces, and it's like just M2.5 uh, M screws to scroll that together. Mm -hmm. You can kind of see some of the screws back there yep. on the inside. So yeah, just screws together. Um, Man, hope you didn't wish you didn't mention the printing. It takes like 20 hours to print each uh, side. Woo. So you'll definitely <laughs> start your printer now. You'll start it now. You'll appreciate it. It's when definitely, you're it is definitely worth it. And then we're using like the glitter, um, black glitter PLA. And oh man, it looks good. It also stuff. feels so whatever additive they're using uh, on there, like it's like silky and like glittery. I don't know. Yeah, we have links oh, to all that great. in the guide. So definitely yeah. check it out. Good, good. Yeah, I better grab some of that quick. Some of these filaments seem to disappear once you guys put out a project. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right, good call. But yep, that's it. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, stock the the acrylic is in stock. The picos oh, are in stock. The I guess the Charlie Plex Charlie Plexes LED backpack yeah, and so, the yeah. Hurry up and get it before they're out. <laughs> yeah, do a bundle. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Mm, awesome. Well, thanks it. so much, guys. Yeah. Sounds like time. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of paint your dragon, let's paint your dragon. Hi. Hello. I am I am so grateful for their help on that project because I have wanted I have one here. Um, I have wanted the little connection machine for like 10 years or oh. something and to be able to collaborate with them. I haven't moved my electronic. I have it all on my breadboard still, but uh, maybe tonight I'll move it into the case. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, but it's a lot of LEDs, 1,152 
LEDs in that project. So, I mean, what can you possibly do for a follow-up, right? Um, yeah, I don't think how about anything, 20, right? Whoa! 24,000 LEDs. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so this is the next thing we're going to be collaborating on. Holy hat racks. And, oh, interesting uh, strobe effect with the camera there. But uh, it, it's a, a very uh, pointy snow globe. Oh, my gosh. It's the pointiest of, yeah. of sand toys. So, um, I, I finally, oh, this code was so hard to do. Uh, finally got it working, and they have the 3D work all figured out. Right. And um, gosh, where was I going with that? Anyway, uh, we'll be collaborating, making a guide out of this. And the, the one they, they made, this is my ugly, you know, uh, hot glue, clunky version. Theirs is battery powered. It's self-contained, doesn't have the giant bezels. Uh, it's just this handheld thing, and it's it's going to be totally bad. Yeah, I saw that uh, we're stocking a, a new version of this panel that has a 45-degree chamfer curb cut yeah. thing. Yeah. A couple options. The first one they did was actually a smaller two-millimeter pitch matrix mm -hmm. nice. uh, where you have to actually remove these plastic bits and replace them with 3D printed ones. Ah, okay. So that's surgery. like the pro mode, and then there's the, the easier mode with the 45 uh, cuts. So, so the challenges of that many... What are the memory challenges of that many LEDs? Uh, well, it's all on a Raspberry Pi. So memory okay. is just kind of like, hey, go to town. No problem. Okay. Um, really, the problem I had was just uh, topologically, it's not, you can't treat it as a big rectangle. You know, you can't just wrap off this side of the image and come come in on this side because... Yeah. It, there's six six of these all perpendicular to one another. Yeah. So some of them wrap, you know, intuitively one to the next. Yeah. But uh, other ones, you know, it's a ninety degree. Yeah. Uh, I should say, like in in internal pixel space, it's a ninety degree bend. Right. But right. Like the top it, face when you go to its left suddenly drops to the top yeah, face. Trying to make it appear a coherent space. Uh, turns out to be just a lot of trial and error. Mm -hmm. Finally got it figured out and working today. That's so great. I know so many uh, 3D modelers and 3D artists who will want that because your life in polygon modeling is all about UV wrapping of textures onto things that aren't yeah. really the shape you want. Uh, yeah, well, that's the, uh, last week I showed, yeah, we have the globe. Oh, know, right, right. On there and, Fantastic. Uh, Conway's Game of Life. Uh, so there's there's other stuff we can do, but the sand, the falling sand of all of these was like Ooh. gnarly. That's something. So I'm... That's off to you. Really I'm, great work. Is it okay to like to give myself a pat on the back? This is the time for it, yeah. Okay. Give your, yeah, because <laughs> that is something else. Really cool. Yep. Really awesome work. All and right. uh, so they're going to put together a guide you guys have been collaborating on for this one as well for uh, Santoy. Yes, yes. And it's been a lot of, a lot of uh, hefty collaboration. And we yeah. worked out a way that it's really easy to put this together because there are so many ways to mess it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. What angle does this one go? Yeah, yeah. No, oh, no. Now, <laughs> yeah. now the code doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yep. Really great. Uh, and beautiful work on both both of these. Uh, yeah, love them both. Yeah, I want them. All right, thanks, Phil. You bet. Take care. We'll see you.
All right. Uh, coming up next, we have Jepler. Hi there. Good to see you. Nice to see you. So I'm going to PyCon next week, and I thought, well, what do I need? I need a badge. So I took a PyGamer and designed this case, which will uh, work with the Adafruit Circuit Playground lanyard. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's a 3D printed design, has a couple of different uh, modes, which is based on the PyBadger library. And yeah, the fun thing here was making the glitter 3D model and printing it out. Mm -hmm. And I'll share the links to that uh, on Thingiverse and printables in the Discord chat. Very nice. Uh, and is that a, uh, tell us it's more a, about the, the- Oh, the machine inside is a PyGamer running CircuitPython. And we've got this library called PyBadger, which is for showing these kinds of things. So I've got mm -hmm. my email, and I've got a QR code, which goes to circuitpython.org. And I've got then just the basic, hello, I'm Jeff. And it runs for like 10 hours on the battery, oh, wow. so I'll be able to wear it all day. And I probably won't be the geekiest person, but I'm hoping I'm like in the top 10%. <laughs> Good. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's an admirable amount of geeky bling to yeah. and so it serves a function. Just in case you are at PyCon, we're going to have a modest pref presence there. I will be there and Katni and Maker Melissa will also uh, be representing CircuitPython. So if you see us, say Excellent. hi. And when and where is PyCon? That is uh, next week, uh, Friday through Sunday in Salt Lake City. Um, the website is pycon.us or something. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Nicely done. Really cool. Yeah. So right. see you everyone around. who goes there, say hi to Jeff and take a look at his badge. Let's see it. All right, next up we have David. Hey, David. Hello. Nice to um, see you. I'm here to tell you about um, this UDRAW tablet. Um, so this Ooh. is the Xbox version. Um, I don't know what to do with it. I've not been able to act that. That's the PlayStation 3. And the one which is working is um, this one for the Wii. And it did cost me six euro. <laughs> so what I'm doing with this is I'm emulating a mouse. Um, I was doing that a few years ago, but um, the mouse that we used to have was uh, relative. And now with the customized uh, HID, you can make absolute mouse. So I'm going to wow. try to demonstrate that. Um, this is risky, so maybe... Um, <laughs> Yeah, maybe you will use, lose me because I'm going to use the mouse. <laughs> so um, I can click anywhere and it knows where I am, um, even when I start from scratch. Oh, uh, yeah, great. That's impressive because so, it's uh, frustrating to use it in, in, a, uh, in the other mode. Yeah, in the other mode, it's well, it, it was possible just because when the pencil is outside you, you know the position. And so you just need to, well, decide where you start and then everything mm -hmm. else is relative. Yeah. But the, the value that are coming out of the I2C are absolute. And with that new, that new way to do a mouse, which works on Windows, I don't know if it works somewhere else. Well, I translate from absolute to absolute, so it's, it's kind of perfect. Perfect. That's great. I have that exact one, in fact. So when when you get code uh, posted at some point, uh, I'd like to try it out. I have that uh, that same Wii. Yeah, uh, I've I've finished the code like half an hour ago. So yeah, yeah. maybe tomorrow morning I will no post hurry. it yeah. and and put that on the chat. Very um, nicely done. Yeah. Oh, I love it. 
Thanks for sharing that with us, David. We'll see you soon. All right. All right. And uh, I think our last shower and teller will be Mark. Who Hi. Is... Hey, Mark. I'm going to put you full so, screen so we can see what you're up to there. Sounds good. I guess we started with a robot and ending with a robot. Uh, so I recently got a Seed Studio uh, RP2040 board and was trying to figure out something to do with it. So I'd always seen these little insect bots and thought I'd try to make one. Um, now let's see if it actually will work. Because yeah, so just with basically stuff I had around, I had the brass <laughs> rods. Oh, it's so uh, cute. Uh, and a lot of my time actually was spent on working on 3D printing a case uh -huh. for it. And then once that started, uh, I will save it from the edge of the table, uh, was seeing could I make it so it could hold other stuff, which is really what the two servos on top are. They they don't do anything yet. Uh -huh. um, it's like a small kid on a table. Uh, <laughs> I uh, love you the... put your small kids on tables, but <laughs> the gate is it just has so much character. It's really yeah, horrific. it worked better than I ever thought. And what I'm really just trying to perfect is something that can hold this. It's so simple to build that if there's something you can just quickly print to build your own mm -hmm. and then add what you want to it, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's um, extra servos distance sensors. Mm -hmm. So There's what you have on top right now is sort of like a pan tilt? Yeah, it's uh, a pan tilt. Just it was somewhat of a weight test. I mm -hmm. also thought it would be neat if I can actually get it working. But mm -hmm. um, what I've been looking at, uh, I'll see if this actually shows, is just like really small breadboards to see if I can make everything sort of on one where it'd be easier to hook up more devices, sort of um, mm -hmm. plug and play style. Mm -hmm. uh, one idea I actually had, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna get this far, is to make a little board that you could then solder your QDPI type device to, and then plug in servos as you feel like, have a couple mm -hmm. analog or digital inputs. So then it just becomes a little build your own insect bot type board. So yeah. go ahead. I was just going to say whether I actually get that far or not, I'm not sure yet, but. Uh -huh. uh, so Jay uh, said his bot is named Helen. Have you named this bot yet? I have not. And you're okay, actually. got to work on that. Yeah, you're the second person to ask me that now. <laughs> so uh, I'll have to. It has personality, it. so it's it's ready to have a name, I think. Yeah, if anyone in the Discord chat has a good uh, robot name idea, uh, feel yeah. free to let me know, and yeah. I will let everyone know what I choose. Awesome. We'll look forward to the update. Thanks, Mark. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right, and that's going to do it for uh, another show and tell. Thanks, everyone, so much for coming out with your great projects. It was so much fun to take a look at them. Really uh, excellent stuff. Uh, and next up, we have Ask an Engineer, so stay tuned. That'll be starting in about two Earth minutes. Bye.